Hi there, Katie Jones here and you're listening to the RTE OT podcast. Each week I'm going to be talking about a different aspect of the series and the plan to help you on your OT journey. Don't forget to send an email or a voice note to optranpodcast at gmail.com and let me know what you think. This week it's a blast from the past as I'm chatting to Nolene Lynham who was on the show all the way back in 2016. Nolene was a primary school teacher who lived alone and wanted to get a bit of structure back in her life. How is life since OT? Life has been brilliant since OT and um, it's been seven years, which I can't believe. So hopefully there isn't a seven year itch that <laughs> it'll keep going. Um, no, it really has been a life changer um, in, I suppose, first of all, eating the way I ate. Um, still, people say to me, are you still following that OT? Yeah. And I would say, I'm not following it. It's just become part of my life, the recipes yeah. and so on. That's exactly what I would say. It's a lifestyle change, isn't it, from the get-go? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I, I think you're immersed in it so much, you see the benefits from mm. it. So it's kind of, why on earth would you go back to the way that I was living. Yeah, and did you notice yourself never going back to old habits? You always kind of kept on that lifestyle change seven years later? Absolutely. Well, I would say for six and a half years, definitely. Yeah. Like everyone else, mm-hmm. lockdown um, it was tough. Was very tough. I suppose first lockdown was the happy one. Yeah. You know, it was the weather was good. Everyone was in good form. This was a novelty. <laughs> yeah. And then the second lockdown, I suppose my mom died the night before. Sorry to hear. And um, one thing I think Irish people and the church do very well is death Mm -hmm. in that there's usually the wake, people coming, the funeral, the month, in the month's mind. So there's always people, whereas with mam, funeral was lovely, was small, was intimate. But then I was back to my house on my own Um, and that was difficult. And I can only imagine, of course. Yeah, lucky enough, as I said, I didn't take to the drink. I took to the food. Yeah. Um, so probably more comfort eating went on there. Now, lockdown is in the distant past, so I have to stop using that as an oh. excuse, <laughs> which I think a lot of people still are. So I was really excited about this year's Operation yeah, Transformation too. because I was saying, yes. I'm getting back on track. You look amazing, I have so, to say. You look so you. good, so good. <laughs> right answer. <laughs> no, but that's like me as well, because I'm fresh off OT. So this year mm. I was looking forward to just following the plan as normal with the other leaders. So is that kind of what you kind of do every year, is it? I do, yes. Yeah, I have from, I don't know how much, even before 2016 was when I did it. I have all the um, downloads, all yeah. the recipes and so on. So... Um, yeah, I would follow it. It's amazing because it's seven years. Like it feels like it's like it never leaves you, does it? Like operation transformation, you're always like evolved around it. Absolutely, yes. Which I is, can't. I, I suppose once a leader, always a leader. I said that last <laughs> week. That's mad. That's so true as well, isn't it? Like it is. Yeah. So for anyone that hasn't really watched the show before years, why? Why? What was the reason you came on operation transformation? Well, it was. When I said I was going to do it, people are saying, mm. are you mad? Yeah. You know, why on earth you don't need to do it? And I was going, I do need to do it because A, of how I felt and it was stopping me from doing things. Mm-hmm. And so then it doesn't matter if you're two stone overweight or six stone overweight. Yeah. If it's impacting you that way, 
definitely, you know, it, for me, I had to do something about it. And then when before the show started and we went for our medical and yeah. we had the DEXA scan and we had all that done, I actually had a higher body percentage of fat than some of the heavier leaders, okay. which was, that was a wake up call for me. Yeah. And because it was all around the midsection, yeah. which is the dangerous part. So it went from wanting to do operation, mm. uh, uh, transformation to having to do it really, yeah. you know, for, for my health. Because you don't realise sometimes like people would say, look at you and think that you're healthy mm. and stuff. And then sometimes when you get like the reality of the checks and everything, and Cara was really excited to work with you to kind of show other ladies mm. and women in the kind of your age yeah. that they can do it. Absolutely. And yeah, as he said, he wanted to show mm. that being a stone and a half, two stone overweight can impact your health. Yeah. Which I, yeah, is an important thing. And you showed that from the whole season. Like you didn't miss away until nearly the end. Like you got your target every week, which was amazing. How did you feel? Oh, I, it was like, I, I knew how <laughs> the, the children in school felt when oh. I'd give them a star for student of the week. Yeah. I used to feel, yeah. oh, because even though like I say it's not all about weight as well it's about yeah. the lifestyle but it's nice to kind of see the weight coming down each week you know you're on the right track absolutely I suppose and that's what I like about this year's the is yeah. there's so many other indicators and it's not just weight yeah. but I suppose weight is the obvious one yes you can step on the scales and you can see mm. that um you know yes what I'm doing is working yeah. and I suppose as well clothes fitting so maybe if the the weight on the scales doesn't go down but your clothes are feeling that bit looser yeah. that's that's a great yeah that, that was as well yeah exactly and with the hydration for Kathleen last year as well was huge because you never never think of taking like hydration and with yeah. Thomas this year as well so that's kind of key we're getting the water in as well but I loved where your family obviously you live in your own and stuff it was nice mm. to see that your family like such a huge support for you with the walk mm. from to Offaly like how was that when you went down and seeing the support it was it was brilliant you know and that was with my cousin Jeanette and um no I am very lucky yeah. in that um my family are around and they are very supportive yeah because you probably didn't realize the impact you were having on people Abs of your family yeah. you don't realize because you're doing it for yourself but it shows that other people want to do the journey with you absolutely like when you start yourself you really are in your own bubble you know because mm -hmm. there's all these going on but you seem to be in a bubble but then you go out and you do a walk or you do something and then you see the support yeah. and it's just it's brilliant it's amazing isn't yeah. it yeah because we didn't have as much last year because covid was still kind of in the height yes. but i'd say to have people going for a walk for you was so lovely just to oh. support you as well on your journey it was no it yeah. was brilliant and then you felt I'm not just doing it for me. So each year the leaders would get to do a fire brigade challenges up to 2016, wasn't it? You were on 2016. Yeah. And so you'd go and you'd meet up with the firemen and they'd put you through a task. I'd love yeah, to yeah. kind of see how you got on. Like. Yes, uh, probably it was the forerunner of Ireland's fittest family yeah. and maybe ultimate hell week or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, every week, I know our first week we... Um, we did fire brigade training and yeah. we had to load up the fire brigade in a certain amount of time. We had to abseil down the docks wow. in uh, Dublin. We had to bring a, a body from the top of Crow Park no down all the steps, um, which, you know, all tasks that the fire brigade do. Now, it, afterwards, we were the last year, I think I found that was what stood to me most 
in the years after Operation Transformation. That's amazing. Why Be- is that now? Because I did things that I did not think mm. I could possibly do. I pushed myself much further. While we were doing the uh, tasks, it was always, you can, come on, oh, you can do it. Real encouragement. Real like. encouragement. And then if I want to do something and I'm going, oh, I don't think I can, I pulled a fire truck. I, I love can do it. it. I can amazing. do it. Yeah. So even to this day, you kind of go Absolutely. back and think like what you've oh, yeah. done and like what you can yeah. do. Like that is incredible. I was when I seen that, I was like, I was so jealous. I'd love to have done that because <laughs> that was kind of like I've watched OT for years and that, they always yeah. stood out to me the task. Like, yeah. and they did look so hard. Oh, they were. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the night after was a bath and Epsom salts. I was going to say, was it tough <laughs> after the recovery? Like it was, but then we kind of. Hey, we're still here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but also, also, I love that you got your confidence back near the end of the show, didn't you? Like you go, well, you, it never yeah. went, but you kind of like you didn't really want to perform and stuff during the show, and you'd yeah. lost that kind of going on stage, and yeah. then you kind of got it back. And had you done much musical since? Um, I have now. I probably a lot I've done backstage. Yeah, but um, I'm involved with Leaf Slip Musical and Variety, LMVG. Now they're doing the wedding singer wow. in. April so I've just rang them to say are there older uh, members at this wedding oh. because I want to do it. Love it. <laughs> so you went back to kind of being involved? Well I hope yes I will. Oh yeah. my God. Whether, whether they say I can do it or not I'm doing it. You do, yes you are yeah that's so amazing though I say you just get such a kind of like confidence boost by doing it do you? Yeah I know I do I have always yeah. loved performing and yeah. stuff yeah and yeah. even to this day that's great it's amazing yeah. and love so love from it. school you retired from school? I've retired. And how is life in, in retirement? Brilliant, is it? I can recommend it for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't wait. <laughs> a few more years to go. Yeah, no, I retired just there in October. Wow. And um, I suppose, like everyone, again, lockdown, mm-hmm. teaching online. It was, it was not the job that I trained for. Yeah. It was like being a vet for mm. thirty-five years, and then someone said, "By the way." Monday you're going to be a doctor so very very same thing you have to do no difference and then you're going there is a big difference so um kind of after that I thought no I think Mm. I I have I I feel like you're such a people's person I have you want to be with people don't you around people absolutely and I kind of thought no I've I've given my all and Let's go on to Pastures New now. So has the last four months been really good? It has been brilliant. Now, I was proactive about it yeah. before I did because I know people can, like that, there's the honeymoon period yeah. and then you've, you're saying, why did I do this? Mm-hmm. So I did my research. Now, kind of horrified to find out that the, the main two things that they recommended for retirement was chair aerobics and knitting. Okay, they're different, aren't they? Now, I I can knit. I am a dab hand with a pair of knitting needles. I love knitting myself. But the thoughts of, okay, that's what what you're just going to do. So I made a list of everything that I would like to do. So I have a blog called... uh, not dead, just retired. Love it. So I'm just doing different things. Oh, and the, is the blog available to get online? Well, you can or? now. It's very oh. small now at the moment. Yeah. But um, yeah, and this will be one of the things. That's <laughs> On the podcast. Yeah, no, that's so lovely. My first time doing oh, it, yeah. That, and so you're excited for the future. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. yeah. And I want to be in my optimum health yeah. to do it. And that's why I was so... Mm. 
adamant that I was going to follow Operation Transformation this yeah. year to get back to when I felt my best, which I did yeah. after OT. Yeah, when you left the show, you yeah, felt I felt million dollars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was the same as well. It's like, it, it never leaves you then, doesn't it? That feeling, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, yep, this is me. Oh, so. <laughs> that's amazing. So, Nolene, what are you most grateful for since being on Operation Transformation? Um, finding myself again, mm. or finding my confidence again. Um, Realising that I can do what I said, anything that I set mm. my mind to. You know, yeah. it may not be easy, but it can be done with the right help. Yeah, it, it's mad, isn't it? Once your mindset is in the right mm-hmm. in the right frame, you can kind of do anything. Uh, once your mind, yeah. once you're thinking, I can do this. Yeah, that's what, that's so lovely because I'm like that as well. I can really Brilliant. relate to you as well. Which is so. I think leaders from the show, you can kind of relate to them a lot because I spoke to yeah. Davey, Jean, and we all have so much in common. Which is so nice to get down yeah. and have a chat with you. Well, I suppose you're. We've gone through the same thing. It might yeah. be in different years. Yeah, we knew what we were signing up for, and yeah. if we had to, like, we were putting ourselves out there anyway. So absolutely, it so my fridge was on the show last year. <laughs> oh, that's right. I had nothing to hide. I must admit, I I did clear out my fr- ah, did you? fridge after that. <gasps> Love it. And how <laughs> did you find it? Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Now, don't look at it now. Yeah. <laughs> it is an extra kind of work, isn't it, to kind of clean the containers up? But it is worth yeah. it in the long oh, run, though, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And yeah. I think as well, um, it's stopped wasting food. Yeah. So when we signed up, we signed up for ourselves, but Michael and Joshua were on the front of all of it as well, because I had to film with them a lot. But you, oh, you had no one at the time, like, in your house. How was that, like, filming and stuff? How did you find it? Um, Again, probably initially a little bit worried about that part of it in that I haven't lived with someone for years and then I did think that what would happen would be I tell Operation Transformation I'm doing a run on Tuesday and they'd send down a cameraman (laughs) now what I didn't realize was seven o'clock every morning knock on my door Mm. and you had your cameraman or camera person with you literally the whole day Mm. so that I was a bit worried about in that I would be used, as I said, to being on my own. Yeah. And I know the first day I was in the kitchen and then Mark, my cameraman, came in to say something and I actually jumped and oh. said, oh my gosh, because I wasn't used <laughs> to course, someone yeah. being there. But it, no, he was brilliant yeah. in that, totally put me at ease yeah. so that after the seven weeks, when I was on my own, mm. I was expecting, you know, I, I was chopping, <laughs> chopping a, a carrot for dinner and then stopping for the camera angle and then realising yeah. there's no one there keep chopping no one is going to pass I, on your but the, with the camera it really keeps in track as well doesn't it like kind of having yeah, someone absolutely. there and yes. you get such a nice bond as well well I suppose there's accountability yes. and at the beginning you're aware of it and then mm. I know in other series I would have thought why did that person do that do yeah. they not realise the camera is there but you do actually forget yeah you do yeah because it becomes just part of the norm yeah so. and when you're cooking and stuff and like it's stressful or whatever happens mm. you kind of just forget and you just kind of just be yourself don't you like absolutely and they, they yeah. take up on that which is so nice I suppose yeah the cooking was my kind of at the start again something I was worried about yeah. in that yes I could cook but mm-hmm. I you know I would go out yeah. or myself you know or coming home from school and then suddenly to be cooking yeah. on camera, you know, I'm saying, I'm sure there's someone down in Kerry somewhere oh. going, she's not doing that right. <laughs> I was going to say, because you, you, you did go out two or three times a week with your friends, didn't you? Was yeah. that a big adjustment to kind of just eating and cooking at home? Um, it was, mm. but like that, I still could yeah, of course. go out. I was yeah. the same, yeah. 
but yeah, no, I got a love for cooking. Love it, yeah. And I still haven't um, found my love for cooking. Yeah, I haven't found it yet. <laughs> oh, well, well, it takes a while. Does it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, not every single day, but no, I do. It's something I do yeah. enjoy. And, and would you, you still go out once or twice a week? Then yeah. Well, I would. Yeah. Yeah, you're dead yeah. right. You have to. Yeah, <laughs> you have to live. <laughs> you have to live. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. But you can. There's no guilt no. involved. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, know. no, definitely. And you know where to go and what to how yeah. to back and what to order and, and stuff. Like that. again, you know, if you do maybe go overboard, you just pull it back yeah. the next day or two. So that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Nolene, it was honestly so lovely to meet you and thank you so much for having me down in your house and I hope you enjoyed being on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming. Aww. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh, it was lovely. We'll have to go out sometime. Oh yeah, I'll see you. Well, sure, I'll see you at the 5k. You will? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Are you hoping you're going to walk it or are you going to run it? I hope to run it. Love, oh now, wow. Yeah, no, I've started back training Amazing. again. Amazing. So, um, fingers crossed. Yeah, no, definitely see you at the finish line. <laughs> yeah, I, wait for me at the finish <laughs> I'll, line. I'll, I'll wait for you. <laughs> Professor Niall Moyna has been involved with OT for many years and it was a pleasure to catch up with him all about the importance of everyday movement and his thoughts on this year's leaders. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the key thing here is that, you know, for many years, people were under the impression that you had to really exercise strenuously to get tremendous benefits. But there has been a lot of research in the last, oh, maybe 15 to 20 years that shows now that you get tremendous health benefits from even doing incidental light intensity activity like puttering around the house. And that was the whole idea that you don't have to go out, put on a pair of shoes and go out and get a tracksuit and be sweating. But yeah. Any form of movement, it doesn't matter what it is, you're going to get health benefits. And I think that's an important, a lot of people just don't like the whole notion. They don't even like the word exercise. But you know, going around the garden, going shopping, as long as you're on your feet and you're not sitting or lying, that's the key message. It was yeah, it's re- it really showed like I say, hoovering and cleaning the ceilings and stuff. It's very interesting, and I say people do get afraid of exercise and they go hell for letter sometimes and then be put off. Yeah, I think you know just doing performing activities of daily living. You know, we clearly show. You know, t- we took basically our laboratory from DCU and you know we undertook the same tests in a home environment as we would in a lab, and we clearly demonstrated that household work was comparable when it comes to caloric expenditure and the impact it has on your physiology had similar effects as going for a walk. You know, so don't underestimate the importance of that activity around the house. And that, and particularly for people maybe who are starting off a program or saying, ah, I just, I don't even know how I'm going to start, how I'm going to be able to get out there. So housework, it clearly showed that doing housework, whether it was vacuuming, whether it was doing the laundry or washing, you're standing, you're moving your muscles and you're having a physiological effect on the body and you're also burning calories. I love that, yeah. It makes people want to do more housework now to get the exercise in. Do you do a lot of housework? Well, let's not go there now. <laughs> <laughs> At home, you know, I do I do all the work on the outside, the gardening, which I absolutely love. I love gardening. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah, I look forward to it, particularly in the spring and summertime, particularly the first time, you know, each time you have to clean the lawn up and the, it just... Yeah. and up and down now my lawn is you know it's it's a typical size of a Dublin lawn but you know even that being out and sometimes I'm out for two hours you're emptying your that's a good workout yeah and, you're, and then you're coming along and you're weeding and you're, you know you're, you're trimming along the edges and it's just been out there the up the alternative is to be sitting inside watching tv so you know and you know particularly in the spring and summer now we're coming into the spring you know it's a great 
form of activity. So anything, you know, obviously that's what I do around the house and I enjoy doing it. That's amazing, Niall. I also believe that you're very good on piano. Well, that's God. Someone is telling you a lot of a lot of my training, a lot of my secrets. Uh, it's been a year since I've been on the show, so people are filling me in. You know where, where you're getting all of this information. <laughs> Oddly enough, just before lockdown, uh, I decided, look, I'd like to, to learn to play the piano, and, and I took it up, and I just fell in love with it. You know, it's that's amazing to hear that. At this stage of my life, I wanted something that was really, really different. When, when, when switch on different areas of my brain, you know, rather than just reading, you know, paper, yeah, scientific work all the time. And I absolutely enjoy it. So I'm already up. I'm up to level six. So I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Oh, great, great. All right. And that's kind of good for the mind, isn't it? As well, not just physical exercise, but good for the mind. Absolutely fantastic. Absolutely. Learning new motor skills, um, learning to read, understand the theory and read the music. And it just over time, you just get better and better. It's like anything else with lots of practice. Although my teacher, Elaine O'Neill, she works out to play piano and swords. And she's a Ukrainian concert pianist. And the piano, wow. the piano talks to her. The piano does not talk to me. <laughs> I say you're so good at it. <laughs> no, look, I, I'm, I'm practicing hard. I, I, I. Try to do at least two hours a day. So that's lovely. Yeah, really, really enjoyable. And now, and do you enjoy being on OT at the start of it, and then see the transformations at the end of it? Yeah, look, physically as well. Very Katie, I, I know of no other intervention that impacts on people's health at a national level as operational mm. transformation, and. Obviously, the program has changed over the years. You know, it's taken a, a much more holistic view, but they've changed with the times. That's what society is looking for. It's looking for people yeah. aware. And if nothing, COVID certainly made us aware of the importance, you know, of activity in our lives, our lifestyle, whether it's stress, yeah. alcohol consumption, all of these things. And the program now is really starting to move towards this more holistic health, physical and mental wellness. And I'm always amazed, I'm not amazed, I'm not surprised, but I'm amazed because I know how phenomenal the human body is and how, how it adapts to a healthy lifestyle. So I'm not, you know, I'm not surprised, but it's just the people, the effort they put in during the journey and the amount of people they take with them. You have no idea the impact that has on a national health is simply incalculable. Yeah, it's amazing. And from last year, I seen their rewards was just next level. It really was. Yeah. yeah. In fact, in fact, I was spying on you one day. I, I, you must live out close to, to Malahide, that, that direction. I do, yeah. <laughs> one Sunday morning, now you, you were flying down. You went past that. You were running down the side of Oak Island in the car, but you went past me that fast. Well, I, I, oh. So great, great well, to see you out. Oh, thank you. No, since I'm like when the assessment day last year really made me change my lifestyle and I had to. So from your help as well, it was really good to kind of an indicator where to start and what to do. And it's not like it's like too hard to do. It just once you do it. What What did you find about the assessment day last year that really give you the kick in the stomach? I think how like unfit I felt like from meeting you, like doing the 12 minute run really did kind of open up like that. I was really not at a level I should have been. So that was really an indicator where I needed to start somewhere. And just where are you now? I mean, in like compared to the person you were last year in doing activities of daily living, you know, how do you find your life? I find my life so much better. I'm four to five days running and I do the resistance training and just 
getting out of like getting up in the morning I have energy I'm positive I just I have so much more to give now and since last year I'm such a different person which is amazing to feel after like sitting here talking to you now look you're 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 a phenomenal example of the concept of exercise as medicine you you clearly illustrate that you know both obviously you're telling me from both a physical and a mental perspective it has been transformative in your life we live in a temperate climate we are so lucky you know, there's very few weeks of the year where you you actually cannot go outside in Ireland and look at our countryside. We are absolutely blessed. So yeah, there's no accumulating evidence showing that if you exercise in the in a green environment, it actually because there are chemicals released, you know, from the plants and that that can have a positive effect on your brain as well. So getting out into the environment and you know, one thing most of us can do, able-bodied people, I should say, can do is walk. And if Every yeah. single person in Ireland just went out and walked 20 to 30 minutes a day. It would just transform our society. We certainly would not be having the waiting list that we currently have in our hospitals, particularly younger people. We, we have a huge problem, not just people getting chronic diseases, but multiple chronic diseases at the one time. And it's, you know, we just can't sustain this. And we have this wonderful lifestyle, you know, by just making small changes to our lifestyle, but doing it over the long term. And I mean, small changes that you did that you can sustain. There's no point in doing some big drastic overhaul that you cannot sustain. It's the small changes and doing them over the long term have significant impacts on both your physical and your mental health. Definitely. And even with the outdoor exercise machines that you have a part on the show, they're great as well for people when they're going for their walks. If you go through the parks, our, our local sports partnerships and county councils have done an amazing job in the last decade at populating many of our parks with these outdoor exercise machines. Now, you know, they are easy, they're designed in that they're they're plug and play sort of. You hop onto it and you figure out very, very quickly how to use it. What we found when we did the piece is that people were amazed at their lack of strength you know, they, they might be very good at doing endurance, they might play golf or go for a cycle every day. But then all of a sudden, when they had to assess, when they had to do strengthening exercises, they were amazed at how weak they are. And here are these machines that that look after both their flexibility or balance or cardiovascular fitness or strength and or muscular strength and endurance. All of these can be developed on these machines. So they're a wonderful resource for us, an absolutely yeah. wonderful resource. And anyone that's listening to the podcast now, if you see a machine out there, hop on one and give it a go. Give it a go. I mean, maybe yeah. if, there's, if there's six or seven machines, you will figure out how to use five of them instantaneously. And it might take you a few minutes. You might look like a bit of a jackass for a minute or so. Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll figure it out pretty quickly. But they are very, very effective. I really want to drive that point home. If you hopped on those, like all of us, by the way, the current recommendations, we all, all adults over the age of 18, should be doing at least two resistance training sessions a week. And these machines facilitate that. Okay, so you're meeting up with the leaders before the 5K. How do you think they're going to get on? Well, look, based on the experience of previous years, you know, we see enormous improvements in fitness. And that's not surprising because if you have a very, very low level of fitness, it's transformative with just six weeks of exercise. It just totally changes you. You can improve your fitness by anywhere from 10 to 15, 20, 30 percent. So I expect them, you know, not alone will they be able to cover the five distance, you know, you know, at a reason at a reasonable pace, they will actually enjoy doing it because of yeah. because of the improvement in their overall fitness. 
and they'll see the distance from what they went from the first week to now. It's going to be amazing. Really keeps yeah, you going. And when we take them back into the lab, we actually repeat the same protocol. So they actually do the exact same, the exact same speed, the exact same grade. And they find out when they come back to the, to the lab that they're going to be actually to be able to, to maintain their pace on the treadmill for a much longer duration than they could the first day. And that's a normal adaptive response. Really exciting. And, you know, it's important, you know, that people listening, get out there and join it. Join it. Yeah. It's not just for the leaders. It's for all of us. It's it's a it's a national event. It's something that that the country engages in for these six weeks. So please, feed, you know, I cu- couldn't encourage you enough to participate in that. And you know something? Hopefully, if you haven't run a 5K before or even jog one or walk one, get out and do it and set yourself the target this year. You're going to run at least five five Ks. And that would be a realistic target for most people listening. Will you be joining the 5K Nile or are you going to be missing out? Well, I, I, unfortunately, I was in a bit of a bicycle accident last year. So, Oh, sorry to hear. Oh, so, yeah, when I was out cycling. So my knee has also been damaged now, I found out. So I may have to have some surgery on my knee. But I oh, would no. give my right hand, believe you me. To, to... I can only imagine, yeah. I've been a runner all my life. I really enjoy running. I think it's extremely therapeutic, whether you're in a group or you're in your own. It is... I've never seen someone come back from doing a run and say to me, oh, I am so mad I did that run because they. That's, a, that's so true. I'm this. I'm in that same. Sometimes you'd be in the bad form. Then when you go for your run, you're happy days. And you there come you back. are. That's your medicine. Uh, no, thank you so much. You're so good for joining the podcast and have a lovely week. Delighted, delighted, Katie, and continued success. So that's all we have time for today. Don't forget to tune into the show every Wednesday at 9.30 p.m. on RT1. If you'd like to get in touch, please send an email or a voice note to optrandpodcast at gmail.com.